Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, welcome back, welcome back. To another episode of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married life. Married life. Married life. Married life. Living without envy or strife. Married With your life. married life. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see us. Woo! Just use your imagination once again. Okay. If it sounds like we're having fun, that's because we are. Because fun. he's Doug. And she's Renee. And we are living our best married, married life. life. <laughs> hey, look, when you know what you're working with and who you're working with and you know y'all are in it to win it till death do you part, you make the best of it and you have to enjoy each and every moment. Where did that come from? I don't know. Somebody needed to hear that because we're talking about stuck. Our Uh, topic is stuck. We're still on stuck. We're still on stuck. You're still on pause. You're still on pause. You're still in the holding pattern. But when you know who you got and who God gave you to work with, Mm -hmm. you're going to make the best out of the situation and every circumstance, and you're going to enjoy every moment. And then you too can enjoy your best married, married life. life. And it's not it's not even you know what happens when you're stuck when you said that when you and it hit me. Like you know who you who you're with and what you're going through, but also when you're in the when you're in a state of being stuck, you find out who you are and who your spouse is. Mm. That's when you find out who people really are. Right. When they don't get their way and things aren't going their way and, you know, life is being life and not cooperating with you and you thought you'd be further along and you'd be here and you'd be there and you're not where you thought you would be. Or y'all are not where you thought y'all would be together. And you find out who Mm. you're really married to. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So we can stop the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But we are going to finish our discussion about stuck. Stuck. And uh, we're going to pick up from where we left off last week about perception and perspective. Yes. If that's okay with you, Renee. That's okay with me, Doug. It was great. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> um, so hopefully our jovialness Hold on, what, 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 is what? is inspiring and encouraging you all as you listen to us laugh. Um, I was gonna say your your childhood nickname. Oh, you, oh no, no. <laughs> That's why I stopped. Oh, okay. There yeah, was you that, were stuck right that, there. that awkward yeah. pause because I was like. Ee! 
Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Even though he has slipped and said my childhood name no, I have on not. the podcast. No, and I I've been not. like, no. that is not for public no. information, I've never dear. Said your childhood nickname on you this have. podcast. You have. Now people are going, well, if you want to go through and listen to the other 94 podcasts. And listen to the whole thing to find out <laughs> that one moment in time <laughs> that he said it and I gave him the evil eye. I am but, so sorry. Going back to our topic on stuck. Yes. And Doug said, we're going to pick up where we left off on perception and your perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when God gave you this topic, Doug, at first I was not on board. I I looked at you and I said, God gave that to you? (laughs) We're going to start 2022 um, talking about stuck because... um, Initially, the, mm-hmm. my reaction was negative. And then, you know, when you're, you're, let me just put a pause for a second right there. God speaks to your spouse, mm-hmm. whether you the husband or you the wife, God speaks to your spouse. And just because he didn't give it to you at the same time or didn't give it to you first or didn't give it to you at all, doesn't mean God didn't give it. Okay. And so... I had to pause because you said God gave it to you. Mm -hmm. And who am I to question what God gave to you, although it didn't resonate with me in a positive way. And because I am a, the glass is half full kind of person, I had a hard time figuring out, well, God, how am I going to interject positivity into that particular topic? Interesting you would say that, but I'll come back to that. Okay. Okay. And so God spoke to me in my prayer time um, when I saw the topic. I didn't see Doug's notes. I just saw the topic. He said, how you perceive your stuckness is up to you. And I said, hmm, hmm. okay. okay so it doesn't always have to be negative. Yes. So perception is the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through our senses. And then our perspective is a particular attitude towards um, a way regarding something or Mm -hmm. our point of view. Mm -hmm. So my initial perception to what I heard was, that's negative. And my perspective was, I can't make that positive. Mm -hmm. And God had to turn my thinking around to say, it's how you perceive it. Yeah. So... When we say you're stuck, you are stuck because the Bible, the, when you said your vows and in the word of God, it's till death do you part. So the reality of it is you are stuck together. We're stuck with each other. We stuck with each other. But it's not necessarily a negative thing. But it's not a negative thing. Okay. Um, we talked about in the last podcast, sticking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, stick to So there are some positive uh, attributes to that word stuck. Yeah. And how you look at it is going to determine how you see it. Yeah. Because like peanut butter and jelly, it's stuck together. You make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. You're, not, you're looking at me like you're not following me. Because I'm thinking the jelly helps it to not be stuck. No. If you leave out butter, the jelly. Well, if you make the sandwich, how? Uh, Certain people make peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I make it the way it's supposed to be made, <laughs> with enough jelly for you to taste it. Enough peanut butter. Like, he put wah. a little smear of jelly. Like, I'm wah. like, 
Okay, that I don't know how jelly is see through. Peanut butter and jelly, you you put the bread together <laughs> and it's stuck together. That's what I was getting at. So anyway, oh Lord, check your attitude mm-hmm. <laughs> towards your spouse and your marriage, and if you change how you see things, then what you see will change. If you change how you see things, then what you see will change. You just hit me with this, so I got to let this digest. And I got to let have, this marinate. I paused because that just hit me. And I'm trying to figure out how to unpackage that. Wow. We walk by faith and not by sight, uh-huh. right? So we can call those things that be not as though they were. Mm-hmm. We can decree and declare a thing before it even happens. Uh-huh. And so... We need to look at our marriage, even when it's not in the best season, still look at it in a positive way. And as long as we keep seeing it in a positive way, then we will start to naturally see it in a positive way. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. Thank you. And if you want to hear it again, you're going to have to replay the podcast because that is not something that... Yeah, it's not in your notes. That, that's not in my notes. That didn't come from me. Yeah. Um, and so perception and perspective, we have to stop and take a moment and analyze how we are perceiving things mm-hmm. and what our perception is of things specifically within the confounds of marriage, which is what we're talking about. And you want to have a positive attitude, even in an unpositive atmosphere mm-hmm. or, in, or in a time where things are not going great. Because we talked about over and over again in this several podcasts about seasons. Yeah, You got four seasons, seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall. And some of us like winter and some of us like summer. Some of us like spring. Some of us like fall. And so in those seasons that we don't like, we still have to go through the season to get to the next season. Mm -hmm. So the same is true in our marriage. There are certain seasons in our marriage where everything isn't going perfectly. Everything isn't going right. There are some things we don't like, but we have to look at it as what it is, a season. Mm -hmm. It is a journey to take us somewhere else. And how we perceive it is going to determine us really getting the benefit from that journey. Yeah. And learning the lessons along the way. Yeah. So can I, can I go to the scripture? And I dare not say no. No. (laughs) Sure. You may go to the scripture. (laughs) In Numbers 13, 32, 30 through 33 in the NIV version. I'm going to need your help with this. Um, Then Caleb silenced the people. I'm reading uh, NIV. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack these people. They are stronger than we are. And it spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land that they had explored they said the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are great size. They were giants. We saw the, that's what I need your help with. You have the Nephilim. I don't know. I'll pronounce it there. The Nephi- descendants. Nephilim. Nephilim. Okay. The descendants of Anak come from 
Nephilim. Ne- Nephilim. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. So when you talk about perspective and perception, it's interesting because this is a, a very well-known Bible story. Children of Israel, they was going to possess their land, mm-hmm. and you know, and God gave them something, but there was already inhabitants of the land, so they actually had to go and kill the giants and so on and so forth. To get what God had to get for what them. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some giants you're going to have to kill. Some obstacles. Your, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're going to have to kill in your marriage to get what God has promised you. So even though, you know, you're married and, you know, when people say it's me and you against the world, they don't understand what they're really saying when they say it's me and you against the world. First of all, you're marrying the person's family too. But when it's... um but he's not saying you have to kill off your in-laws. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no I'm just saying there are going to be some some obstacles, some giants, some things that you're going to have to go into spiritual warfare and prayer and fasting to overcome. And, right. and even in the natural, there's certain things you're going to have to do to be a better husband, to be a better wife to be a better friend, to be a better father, uh, mother. So you're going to have to go and um, uh, attack those things and kill those things. But your perception about it is if, if this obstacle is so big or if this thing is so big, how can I overcome it? And then your perception, that's where perception and perspective come in. Well, God will only do it for that person or that couple or God, you know, God will do it for Doug and Renee because they got a podcast and they wrote a book and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you and I had that conversation yesterday. I was like, I don't know why I thought this certain couple didn't go through anything. I was like, right. I was like, because mm-hmm. they just look like they don't go through anything. And you was like, you you should know better than that. I'm like, I do know better than that. But they still look like they don't go through anything. Right, right, right. So I just thought it was it was great when you uh, brought. Uh, perception and perspective into um, the arena of this topic of being stuck. And and even, I don't want our single um, folks, yeah, mm-hmm. single listeners to say, well, they keep talking about married. But maybe you're single for a reason. Maybe God has you single until he can prepare your spouse. Or maybe there's something in you that he's working out that you don't, you're not really where you think you are, you know, as far as being prepared for the ministry of marriage. And again, like you said, don't look at it from a negative perspective. You want to, I'm saying, look at it from a positive perspective. Because if you're not ready, God knows what you're ready and God knows what you can handle. And if you go and rush and get married, and please don't, then you're going to be in a, I don't want to say a world to hurt, but there's going to come a season or seasons that maybe you were not or are not equipped for because you rushed into something when it wasn't your season to get married or it's not your season to get married. This is your single season. So enjoy being single. And um, I want to go back to something you said about obstacles. You said something about there being um, an obstacle in your way. But maybe the obstacle, um, two frames of thought mm-hmm. came to mind. One is maybe you perceive it as an obstacle, but it's not an obstacle. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something that God is trying to teach you. Yeah. And you're looking at it as an obstacle, something that's in your way. But maybe it's not something that's in your way. Maybe it's God keeping you from something because you're not ready mm-hmm. for that next move of God or you're not ready to be at that next stage in your marriage that you have to learn some things. You have to uh, outgrow some things yeah. or unlearn some things uh, in that season that you're in. And then the other thought is, Doug said, sometimes you have to kill some giants. And the Holy Spirit said to me, sometimes you have to kill your flesh. Mm. And the giants, we perceive to be someone else. We perceive it to be our spouse or somebody else, yeah. you know, the, the kids, the, the in-laws, the outlaws, whoever. But sometimes it's you mm. that you have to crucify bring, your crucify, crucify your flesh and bring it under subjection. And that season that you're in that may make you feel stuck is not the fact that you're stuck with your spouse. You're stuck with you, that stinking thinking you that you don't like, but you're pointing the blame at your spouse. And it's something that God is trying to get out of you. And that's going to help you to have a different perception of your relationship with your spouse and your marriage. So sometimes don't always look outward, look inward. Mm. Ask God, show me me. Where do I need to fix? Because a lot of times we go in prayer, and I have been guilty of this, and I had to learn the hard way in prayer. Um, I'm paraphrasing my prayer. God fixed Doug, God fixed Doug, God fixed Doug. And God said, in the prayer, God is like, Renee, I want you to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, God, that's, that's not what I prayed about. <laughs> I, I asked you to fix him, but now you got me doing X, Y, Z. And so a lot of times we are praying for God to fix our spouse. And God's like, no, you're the one that need fixing. I'll, I'll deal with them. Yeah. But when you come to me, I'm, I'm going to fix you. Yeah. And and, that, oh, sorry, and I was going to say, and that's part of marriage. Mm-hmm. Your spouse helps. Unfortunately, it feels uncomfortable, but your spouse helps to expose sometimes some negative ways about you or some ungodly, uncharacteristic yeah. ways that um, are brought to your attention that God is using your spouse to actually help you to become a better person. Your spouse will tell you about you. You know, everybody else, the people at work, they only see one side of you. The people at church, they see one side of you. The people out in the street, they see one side of you. But your spouse sees you. And so they will tell you, you, how you are, how you do it. How you do it. (laughs) (laughs) And And it doesn't always feel comfortable. Yeah, it doesn't always feel comfortable. And they may not say it in a way that you want to hear it. And you you said something earlier, you were talking about how, you know, people are dealing with God. You can be frustrated with God, mad at God, because God's dealing with you. But how do you argue with God? So you then turn your frustration to your spouse because it's like, well, I can't, you know, I'm going to do argue with God, but I'm going <laughs> right. to, you know, people are like, who are you talking to? 
<laughs> like, what are you talking to? But then you turn your frustration, your anger, and your angst that your spouse gets that because they're the person closest to you. And it's not fair to them that you're mad at God, but you're taking it out on your spouse. So you just have to be uh, mindful of that and just pray, pray and fast. There are some things that only come by prayer and fasting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. We all we all have our seasons. I didn't know if you wanted to read a scripture. You had no. a scripture? Yeah, okay. I got a scripture, but you 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 go. You go. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I jotted down in my notes about um you know, we all have a uh in the in the negative context, we all have a a season of feeling stuck, but I'm learning as a feeling type of person not to always be moved by our feelings because our feelings can have a way of uh, moving us in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we're in this flesh, but we should not be moved by our flesh. Um, and so our feelings can cause us to uh, throw off our perception yeah. of how we look at things or how we view things and how we um, see a season um, we or, a situ- or just a situation. It may not even be a whole season. It may just be a, a moment in time or a situation that we perceive it um, pessimistically. And we don't want to do that. And it can cause, you know, frustration mm-hmm. and envy and strife in our marriage. So when this, here's the note. When I first gave my life to Jesus Christ... Over 31 years ago. It's been 31 years? It's been 31 years. You sure about that? You our, did the math? Our oldest son is 34. I gave my life to the Lord when he was three. Okay. Yes. So I guess she told me. I guess I did. I don't remember that. Okay. So that's because you want to say. But, and it seemed like at the time... All hell broke loose. It's like, as soon as I said, I'm going to commit to to God, I'm going to live for God, I'm reading my word, I'm studying my word, everything in our marriage seemed to go wrong. Now, it was already wrong, to be honest, Um, but it just seemed like it was more visible. It was more obvious uh, to me. Would that be your perception or your perspective? That was... Or both. I would say neither. It was reality. All hell broke loose, <laughs> loose in our marriage. You should know you were there. You, right. Yeah, you should be able to say, I concur. Um, I don't remember any of this. God, okay. will, God will give you spiritual amnesia. I don't mm, remember this. Mm. So anyway, I had the choice to either stick it out with and, me. and move with the word of God, stick it out with Doug, and move with the word of God or move away from Doug. <laughs> and our pastor's wife, uh, God rest her soul, um, she counseled me. Um, Carolyn Young, um, she was just a blessing in my life. She uh, counseled me, she mentored me, and she taught me to call those things that be not as though they were. Uh, she taught me to decree and declare by faith what I believe uh, to see and not what I actually saw. So this goes back to what I was saying about perception. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though we were arguing every day, we were not getting along. I don't recall that. Um, You would not come home 
just to avoid arguing with me, you would go get you a newspaper and sit in the Kentucky Fried Chicken a few blocks from our house. Wow, you remember that? Yes, and read the newspaper. And one of the things I had to learn to do was, one, when he came in the door, not to argue, not to murmur, not to complain, because I wanted to see a change in the spirit Spiritually, I saw the change. Mm -hmm. Naturally, I didn't see the change. Mm -hmm. And you know the saying that if you want change, you have to be the change you wish to see? Uh, Yes. And so I had to learn how to not nag, not complain, not hit him as soon as he came in the door with whatever problems or situation or him come home, dinner's ready, I'm reading my Bible. And not to say that that, made a difference mm-hmm. in him, it made more of a difference in me because it gave me an inner peace. And it let God see that I was trusting him and not trusting Doug. Oh, interesting. So let me give you an example of when I felt I was stuck. Since you're going to go back 31 years. I'm going to go back there. At least I at least I didn't say yesterday. Cut a sister some slack. <laughs> oh, you should have saw the look on your face. At least I didn't say yesterday. <laughs> he like she went way back 31 years. Well, thank God it was 31 years ago that I felt stuck oh, in our 34 years of marriage. Uh, to God be the glory. So mine was 18 years ago. Dang, see? And we, we've talked about this, how we were in counseling. Yes, we were. Um, during this time. And I, and I felt, you know, we've been married 34 years. It was 18 years. You could do the math. Um, yeah, 18 years ago. So, but I felt that we were, that I was stuck. The boys were younger. Uh, we had just moved up to Maryland. Um, I was looking at the wrong thing, hanging around the wrong people. Um, just I, I wasn't where I should have been spiritually, which caused me not to be where I should have been naturally. Naturally, mm-hmm. and so sometimes you can uh, feel like you're stuck getting to perception and perspective because you're hanging around the wrong people, and who's in your clique. Who who's in your inner circle? Mm-hmm. What type of people? If you're if you're uh, married, do you have a lot of single friends? I have no single friends, and it's and it's that's by design, because I I've said this before: single people do what single people do, and so I know for me to stay married the way I need to stay married and to guard what God has given me this anointing that God's giving me to be your husband and, you know, to do the things we do in ministry. Yes, because you got to be anointed to be with me. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I need to make sure I'm around like-minded people. Right. Because birds of a feather. Flock together. Yep. So who are you hanging around? And and I've heard people say this, show me who you hang around and I'll show you where you're going. And if you show me who you're hanging around, I'm not going to say I can show show where you're going. But I can tell the type of person you mm-hmm. are by the people you hang around. And so I had to change and, you know, cut some people loose 
because I realized, you know, it wasn't healthy for me, thereby being healthy for us in our marriage. Mm -hmm. So I felt I was stuck, you know, like we're married, got the three young boys. Did we have a minivan? Got a minivan. Yeah, we had a minivan, Mm -hmm. you know. And and so, you know, we just live in the suburban life. And I'm like, there has to be more than just taking kids to practice and picking them up and so on, you know, Mm because you get in a routine of this one needs to go to practice. This one needs to be picked up. This one's got to go to the dentist. This one, you know, has to be. So there has to be more to it than that. And so you You wanted a little bit more excitement (laughs) driving a minivan. So, (laughs) so you just have to change who you're hanging around, change your perspective and it changes your uh, perception Mm -hmm. because there's really, it was really nothing wrong with our life. You know, I'm, you know, looking back hindsight is 2020, nothing wrong with it. At the time, you ain't gotta. Uh, you can make faces. I, I, I'm, I'm just agreeing with you. They yeah. don't see me making the faces, so you I don't have to say anything. So, um, what I'm saying is, for those of you who uh, feel like you're in a a state where you're you're stuck, who are you hanging around? Who are you talking to? Who are you allowing to talk to you? Who's what are you feeding your spirit? Your inner man. You know, are you watching things on social media that you shouldn't be watching? TV you shouldn't be watching, you know, that that's not real. Reality TV, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Things people post, we say this all the time, things people post on social media, you're like, oh, I want to do that, or oh, I should be doing that. That's not real. That's not real. So mm-hmm. that that's all I wanted to say about that. I, I believe it helps somebody. We will see you next week. God Can't bless. Help you further in getting unstuck. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.